0: Hello, I'm Nikki, and you're listening to Reconnect Podcast's audio version of As It Is in Heaven, the official blog of Changji, or in English, New Heaven and New Earth. You can find the text version of this episode on asitisinheaven.com. Thank you for listening. Be careful of what you eat. Don't eat spiritual junk food. As Halloween grows ever closer, decorations are going up, costumes are being made or bought, and candy is being prepared. As a child, trick-or-treating was the best activity. My friends or family and I would go around from house to house asking the residents for candy. And as always, once everyone got back home, we'd dump out our candy buckets to show off our winnings. Some candies would be traded or given away, and others would be kept and saved like it was gold. Did you have any favorite Halloween candy? Maybe you like gummy worms, eyeballs, or other fun critters, or maybe you liked candy bars and caramels. Maybe you were one of those weirdos who liked candy corn. Just kidding about the weirdo part. You do you. Now, as delicious as Halloween candy is, we know it's very unhealthy. It's chock full of sugar, which ruins our teeth and gives us stomach aches. The dentist might be happy, but many parents are not. Candy is junk food. As nice as it is to eat from time to time, we know we must limit it. Otherwise, we'll be sick. We must always eat more healthy food. Vegetables, fruits, grains, and some meat. As important as it is to keep our bodies physically healthy, we must also keep our spirits healthy too. Two types of spiritual food. You may have heard about or read about this before, but it's worth going over again. I mean, how often do we say that we're going to eat healthier but then slip into poor eating habits? I know I do that, but I don't want us to focus on physical things. Instead, let's set our minds on things above, the things of heaven. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Hebrews 5 verse 12. For the ear tests words as the tongue tastes food. Job 34, verse 3. Spiritually speaking, we must know about the types of spiritual foods spoken of in the Bible. We should ask ourselves, is the spiritual food we are eating, that is, the words we are listening to, nourishing our spirits or poisoning them? Sometimes we need to remind ourselves as believers of these basic things, because if we forget them, we may fall prey to Satan's deception. There are two types of spiritual food, God's food and Satan's food. God's food gives life, while Satan's food kills. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. John 6 verse 63. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in that day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Genesis 2 verse 17. Do you know how to tell whose food is whose? That's the tricky part. While we can easily tell the difference between healthy food and junk food in our daily lives, it's much harder to discern the spiritual types of food if you don't know God's word well. Let's learn more about both of these types of food. God's food is given by Jesus, whom God sent. While Genesis says, fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We know that fruit is food. But what about that second part, about the knowledge of good and evil? Can a literal fruit make us know good and evil? No, it cannot. This fruit spoken of is representative of Satan's lies and deception. God said that if one eats that fruit, they will surely die. If we eat too much candy, sweets, and other junk food, we will die from health complications. Spiritually, if we eat Satan's fruit... Meaning if we listen to false teachings and accept them, we will surely die. Let's learn more about God's food and Satan's food in detail. Spiritual health food versus spiritual junk food. The devil's food. Candy looks delicious. That's why we like to eat it. It also tastes good even though we know it's bad for us. How do you think the devil's food looks? I'm sure a lot of people may think it looks like a rotten, moldy strawberry. That's a bit obvious, isn't it? We can tell just by looking at a rotten fruit that it's rotten and will make us sick. Let's think spiritually here. Do you really think Satan's fruit would just blurt out, I am Satan, come worship me? Let's look at how God's word tells us what Satan is like. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God has made. Genesis 3 verse 1. This serpent, Satan, was once a spirit created by God. In fact, he was a high-ranking spirit, an archangel, but became arrogant and betrayed God. This serpent deceived Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Adam was the person God chose to care for his garden, and Eve was Adam's helper. When we read further in the chapter, we see how the serpent's food looked. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Genesis 3 verse 6. The devil's food didn't look like a rotten fruit that was obviously bad. Instead, it was pleasing to the eye much more like a spiritual piece of cake. The devil's words don't sound obviously bad like we might think. Instead, he twists God's word and makes it sound almost similar to what God says. The devil is like a sleazy used car salesman who tries to sell cars that look good on the outside, but will become junk within the year. Apostle Paul tells us this in 2 Corinthians. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14. But if Satan's words sound pleasing to our ears, we must know the truth. Jesus tells us the devil is a liar and that he has been from the beginning. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. John 8 verse 44. No matter how good the Satan's candy seem, we must never eat them. Now that we know about Satan's food, let's look at the true and healthy spiritual food we must eat. God's food. As a child, it's fun to eat candy, as many children have a sweet tooth. But as we grow older, our tastes change. At my age, I cannot eat sweets too often, maybe a candy bar here and there, but any more than that and I just can't stand the sweetness. Now I prefer salty, bitter, and more savory flavors. I try to eat healthier foods more often because I know they will benefit my body. Sweets taste good for a short amount of time but lead to sickness. Healthy food helps our bodies work like they should. Now let's apply this spiritually. God's food is his word. We don't literally eat the Bible, though, do we? That would be odd. Instead, we must receive God's word from the one he sent and believe his words. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. John 6, verses 27 and 29. Jesus tells us to work for food that leads to eternal life. Just as healthy food keeps our bodies healthy and alive, God's spiritual food keeps our spirits healthy and alive. As I said before, God's food is his word. But which kind of word? Within the Bible, we have history, instructions or teachings, prophecy, and fulfillment. We should eat, meaning listen to, understand, and believe, all four categories. But the ones we must really know and believe are the last two, prophecy and fulfillment. For our spirits to live, we must not eat junk food, but God's healthy, spiritual food, which is true food, Jesus gave. Since this is still a Halloween-themed post, we know that zombies are eating flesh and blood. And Jesus tells us to eat his flesh and drink his blood. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks of my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks of my blood abides in me and I in him. John 6 verses 53 to 56. Now let's be real here. Jesus isn't advocating for literally eating his flesh and blood. He spoke metaphorically, yet many people at the time thought he was advocating for cannibalism. The Jews then disputed amongst themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? John 6, verse 52. Even Jesus' own disciples, the 12 he handpicked, had a difficult time understanding these words. How about you? Do you truly understand what Jesus meant by saying we should eat his flesh and drink his blood? Jesus gives us the explanation in verse 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. John 6 verse 63. Jesus tells us that it's not his literal body we must eat, but his words. The words Jesus spoke were not his own, but came from God. When it comes to our spiritual food, I'd rather much be eating something that's life-giving instead of something that kills. Spiritually, when we can discern the good spiritual food from the bad, it should be a no-brainer to know which food we should be eating. Yet the devil is crafty and still deceives people. We must stay away from Satan's spiritual junk food because no matter how right it may sound, it's not. We need to study God's word and understand it correctly so we're not deceived by Satan's false teachings. So let's eat God's true food given by the one he sent so we can be spiritually healthy and alive thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, we have other audio blogs on the Reconnect podcast channel, or you can find the blog linked in the description as it is in heaven.com. We'll see you there.